This last Neasy News Cycle, the 50th anniversary for the Selma, Alabama Bridge beatings was this Saturday. Gotta pay our respects. Remember the past so we can improve the future. The Department of Justice released a damning report last week for the Ferguson Police Department. It's not looking right. Symptomatic of what's going on across the country. Hey, Sunday was International Women's Day. We got to give women a shout out. Ladies. And you know we got to keep a tab on the world, not at Cold War 3. What's going on with Mother Russia? Controversy. Music, politics, and that old bullshit. All this and more coming up on TNTS. United States of Earth. Welcome to the Neasy Please Show. I am your host, Neasy Please, reporting in Washington. We begin tonight with this. What the hell's going on with the 50th anniversary of the Selma, Alabama bridge beatings that took place commemorating the solemn event 50 years ago, 1965, March 7th, also known as Bloody Sunday. It was a wonderful day and a terrible day. It's the day that led to the Voting Rights Act being passed by LBJ, Lyndon B. Johnson. I like Lyndon B. Johnson because he just didn't give a fuck. Get all up in your personal space, spit in your face, put his finger in your face, get close and personal. I understand those politics. This is the anniversary of the movement that the movie was made after. Selma. For what my brothers John Legend and Common can get oscars for but in some weird ass way can't manage to achieve a grammy for give common a grammy phone for god's sakes it was a beautiful day commemorating people coming together of all races all ethnicities all genders all sexual orientations we had black people out there white people out there jews out there japanese out there reptilian humanoids out there alien grays out there Sasquatch was in the house, y'all. Sasquatch. I'm sure if you looked hard enough, you could even find some Republicans out there. Speaking of which, you know who was out there was George and Laura Bush. We're talking GW here, sitting awkwardly off to the side. The New York Times found a way to crop them right out the pictures. Picture time. Other people who actually put on the rally refused to attend as a result of the Bushes even being there. They felt that it wouldn't be in the spirit of Selma. And we here at the Neasy Please Show think that that point of view should also be valued. When you take into consideration how we were treated under the Bush administration, 
Katrina, the housing market collapse and how it disproportionately affected blacks and then how we were disproportionately laid off with regards to employment after the economic downfall of 2008. Yeah. But forgive and forget, that's what I always say. At least Bush got the Voting Rights Act signed. I shed a tear thinking about how far we've come, but I grit my teeth in knowing how far we've still got to go. We ain't there yet. We sit around complaining, not voting like a motherfucker, mad at the situation, but then we go ahead and turn the game on and check the score while never really checking ourselves or our future. When we're not red hot angry, we're complacent. And that's why I try to keep hot button issues running on this show. So sometimes, you know, I'm hard on black people because I think that we could demand more of ourselves. But that does not stop me from throwing both shoes at white oppression because it's alive today. A sleeping beast, a giant that's maybe been beheaded, but it's a hydra, so they're going to grow back thrice, twice. And, you know, while this beast of racist bigotries thrashing with a few heads cut off, it's at its most dangerous point. It's at its most dangerous peak. A severed snake's head is still quite poisonous. Plug in whatever metaphor you'd like. And then, of course, Barack Obama, our first black president, gave a most gracious and honest speech. And there were some things in it that I didn't like. I kind of felt like he took jabs at the movement in present-day form for demanding that this stops today. You see, Barack Obama has critics on both sides of the aisle, whether they be to his left or to his right, whether they be his supporters or people who stand against anything he stands for. And I don't stand opposed. I would just prefer to see him actually enact the things that were in his platform when he was running for president. I believed in candidate Obama like Batman believed in Harvey Dent. And we saw how that worked out. But all in all, President Obama's speech was pretty darn good. I have to say it was beautiful. Again, he took some jabs at the movement. He said that we dissent as if we haven't made any progress. I think that what we're up against is so hostile towards us that it's murdering us in the streets and we're tired of dying. We're tired of having to condition our young men how to conduct themselves so they don't get murdered doing everyday mundane and common things like going to the grocery store to get stuff to make Rice Krispie treats or muffin mix or going to the grocery store to do normal teenage things like grab a drink and some candy and then try to go home and end up dead. And then he pushed back on the other side of, of people who say that there is no problem and race is over in today's society, which we all know isn't true. But if we have to pick a side, I would say that the folks who are saying that there is no more racism in America are winning and they're whipping our fucking ass and we're tired of dying at the hands of evil bigots who get off on feeling superior to others while acting intellectually inferior in behavior, conducting their lives with no grace. The police state uses as much intimidation today in 2015 as they did in Selma, Alabama, March 7th, 1965. And I think that maybe this president is remiss to address that. But this is his seventh year in office, really. We're moving into the eighth. And in all eight of those years, I think that Barack Obama has failed to galvanize the black community. Failed. He may mobilize them when it's time for his ass to get elected. But otherwise, 
dull as a butter knife. He screws up royally in the midterm elections and then blames black folks for giving away their power. If Barack Obama chose to be the first black president, he would have had himself in black neighborhoods every other week to energize those communities and make sure that they see his reflection in themselves. And I promise you, we would have had a better turnout in the midterm elections. So I say you as the first black president, President Obama, I blame you for the poor turnout in the black community in the midterm elections. That's your fault. Although I'll give you props for holding it down on Keystone Pipeline. Say no to that shit today. Say no to that shit tomorrow. And whoever is next coming up in the office, you better say no to that shit too or there will be political hell to pay. Why would we take the risk for multinational oil companies to pollute our environment while we reap none of the benefits? That's just asinine. But I digress. As I do often on the Neasy Please show. Back to Obama at this Selma speech. See, he largely ignored a lot of his critics, some of who voiced their opposition on site at Selma's 50th anniversary to protest what they viewed as complacency from the first black president's policies towards black issues for black America. Yes, we are rabble rousers. Yes, we ended up being taken away by state patrol officers shortly after chanting that Selma's right now. While others chose to quell their dissent for the time being as to let the first black president speak. And I'm all for that. See, I'm just like you, Barack Obama. Fucking the fence on both sides of this issue. I understand the dissenters, and I also understand exactly where you're coming from. You got to speak to all of America. But let me be very, very clear. While you did an awesome job pulling us out of financial crisis coming into office, I understand that. Wall Street really, really won underneath your presidency. I understand that as well. Even though they like to complain and act like you gave them hell, you hooked them up. You saved the Detroit auto industry. I love it. You helped pull us out of Serakia, even though we're going right back here. I love that too. I love you for that. But let's also be very, very clear that I feel you could have done more for the black community. And so listening to you speak at Selma is as much bitter as it is sweet. We're very, very proud of you. We're very, very proud that you were able to become the first black president. We're very, very proud of the progress that we've made. But in a lot of ways, we feel that you slowed down progress. You could have moved it at a faster pace and you chose to move it at a snail's pace and then blame the black community for not being energized. Again, I say you, President Obama, you could have done more. You can still do more to galvanize the black community. Do it. We're worth it. We put you in there to do that. You are failing at doing that. There's a disconnect, and it can't be just black people. You should have had your ass on site at Ferguson, not just studying it. Why the hell would we need a DOJ report and study to conclude that police states across America are whooping black, brown, and minorities' asses on the daily, murdering us in the streets over trivial causes, minor infractions, driving while black, speeding, jaywalking, whatever? Those are all reasons that we could die in the streets, President Obama, and we're tired of it. But you want to throw salt in the game towards those of us who want to move our country towards a more perfect union tomorrow, not in 10 years, not in 50. Shame on you. So there were high points in the speech, and there were also some seriously low points, like all that glorifying the pioneers who were moving west across America. Those weren't heroes. Those were people who were committing genocide and stealing other people's land. There's no whitewashing that. So guess what? That one didn't resonate with me, President Obama. Please do not glorify European colonialism across the Americas. It was not a good time. That's why I was really proud to hear that folks was out there at Barack Obama's speech at Selma celebrating the 50th year anniversary of that ass whooping, protesting, dissenting, 
questioning the authority of the first black president who was given a speech commemorating the ass whooping we took 50 years ago at the Selma Bridge in Alabama in the face of oppression, just like we're up against today in a closeted form. Because otherwise, we might be waiting another 50 years to sign a law commemorating the illegality of killing black people in the streets for minor infractions like jaywalking, walking while black, driving, looking suspicious, pointing while black, drinking Arizona iced tea while black, eating Skittles while black, and getting killed in the Walmart toy section while black, and going to jail, or again, getting killed over any old thing and every old thing. Motherfuckers, you need to wake up because Selma's right now. As always, you can feel free to email me via Neezy at Pleasey.com. Or you can check me out on Twitter via at Neezy Please. I'm on Facebook via Neezy Please, both the band page as well as the person. And I'm also on Instagram under plain old please. We got that shit circulating up on the SoundCloud. Don't be scared to hit that candy like hard button and show that you love your boy Neezy Please. Please know that I love you too. Music, politics, and bullshit. Let's keep it cracking. We're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we're going to do the Neezy News. That's last week's news this week. Stay tuned, y'all. W-W-W-W-dot-pleasy.com. Welcome back to the Neasy Please Show. As always, moving at the time-tested and bona fide speed of 100% genuine true colored people time, we're taking you back to last week's news this week, and then we're going to tell you what to keep an eye out for in the week ahead. You are now listening to the Neasy News. Keep it locked right here on the Nigga Please Show. Today is Tuesday, March 10th. Let's do the weather. It was... Like warm, weird, kind of muggy with those weird-ass clouds. It should be raining. It should be snowing. It's not doing either one of those things. But global warming is a myth. It's not a game, kid. When the sea level rises 20 feet, that's not a game. That's science, but anyways. Back in the day, this happened, and we'll never forget it. 1945, Japan declares Vietnam's independence. And the beef is on ever since. Don't let them do that to you. You see, the seeds of war are planted years in advance. Which brings us into 1966. The North Vietnamese capture a U.S. Green Beret camp across the Ashaw Valley, right along the Laotian border there. War, what is it good for? Shit. Moving on to 1978, The Incredible Hulk starring Bill Bixby premieres on CBS. That's Channel 7 out here in the Northwest. With Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk, real deal. I've met Lou Ferrigno, he's a real nice guy. Smooth with the ladies, that Lou Ferrigno. And finally, in 2006, the Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter arrives at that red planet, Mars. Now it's a Martian orbiter. Hey, to my listeners here in the Northwest, again, another week passes and another soul goes gold. Donald Pop Smith, a mentor to a lot of African-American youth here in the Northwest, has died. He was only 62 years young, and he followed in his father's footsteps of civic service, reaching out and touching people's lives individually, one by one, whereas his father was a city councilman, Sam Smith, who also chose to donate his time helping others here in the Northwest. Thanks for serving your community, Pops. We appreciate it. We promise we're going to pass it on to the next generation. All right, moving on. Hey, folks, yesterday was Biggie Smalls murder day. Who the fuck celebrates that? I know I don't. I celebrate Biggie Smalls birthday. That's May 21st. He's a tourist like myself. Baby, baby. But you best believe we're going to celebrate that shit like a motherfucker. That's what's up right here on the Easy Please Show. Moving on. Hey, folks, like we alluded to at the top of the show, there was a damning report with regards to the Ferguson Police Department's corruption using black people like a battery to pay the city's bills rather than serving them as the public and the citizens that they are. 
as equals. You know, that's what a lot of people get hung up on is that they think that we're asking for special treatment. And I applaud the president for pointing out that we're not asking for special treatment. We just want equal treatment. And you're trying to slow down when we're trying to speed up. We have work to do. And again, I think we can all assume that this Ferguson report is endemic across the entire United States of America, coast to coast, west, midwest, down south, east coast, sea to shining sea. It's all the same. We're not being treated as equal citizens. We're being treated like perpetrators constantly being questioned for crimes that we haven't even committed. It's all in the imagination of the people who are, again, supposed to be serving the communities that they swear an oath to protect. I'm going to wait before I dig in on this report to really expand on what I think and feel about it. Uh, you can best believe that more information on this report is going to be coming out in the days to come. We'll keep you posted. Moving on. All right, folks. Remember last week we talked about this dude over in Russia who got gun clapped down over on the Kremlin steps. Boris Nemtsov, he was the main opposition at the time before he got put down by what some are saying could have been a political assassination. Well, no, without a doubt, it's a political assassination. He was pretty involved in politics, but they think that it had more to do with the Putin administration than than just some Chechnyan random thugs. So it sounds like people are trying to insinuate that Putin did it and that he put a hit out on him, and now he's also trying to do the investigation to clean it up. So it's kind of like people are trying to paint the scenario as if Putin's promoting propaganda kind of like the wolf protecting the hen house isn't that ironic uh it's fucked up either way and dude's ex-girlfriend is also under putin's custody because her life has also been threatened well anyways the dudes that killed boris nemsov they all got caught except for the third guy who blew himself up with a grenade after he tossed one at the police who were in pursuit of his ass in an apartment building or some shit like that and so he just blew himself up, born identity style. But I got to tell you, I'm all for a story that knows how to end with a bang. That's terrible. Moving on. Hey, folks, Seattle's got a lot to celebrate. Marshawn Lynch is said to have signed on again. Beast Mode is back, baby. Marshawn Lynch says that he's excited, enthusiastic about staying with the Seattle Seahawks. So that's some real good news there. In this Justin, Jimmy Graham from the New Orleans Saints was just traded to the Seattle Seahawks for Max Unger earlier today. We're about to have a squizzard smashing on these fools. L.O.B., moving on. All right. Hey, folks, a Seattle missionary got her ass kidnapped in Nigeria, but she was freed. So fear not. Even though she was stupid enough to think that she could go into a war zone and save those people, somebody else was smart enough to bail her ass out. That's right, folks. Some Nigerian militants stole a 71-year-old old white church lady, but then they gave her back because they knew damn well that that shit would be a declaration of war against the United States of America. We're not having that shit. You don't steal our old white ladies. We protect our old white ladies. So they gave back that old white lady. But Nigerian militants, you can steal a whole school of young black ladies. No one's going to give a rat's ass about those girls. Moving on. Well, we here at the Neasy Please Show have been talking about these weirdo radical extremists for almost like half a year now. We know how dangerous they are, because if they'll do that to their own sisters, who knows what they'll do to their neighbors. Speaking of Boko Haram, they're back in the news, making waves. Looks like they are now officially down with ISIL in the Levant. Well, nigga, fuck ISIL in the Levant and Boko Haram. And fuck whoever constructed these militant extremists in the first place. Some people are saying that there's a puppet hand in the organization of these extremists who are taken over in these regions, and that 
perhaps with rumors swirling that CIA and the NSA are helping to construct and fund some of these organizations that are adding to the destabilization of the entire region over there. But that's unsubstantiated rumors, and until we can substantiate it with more facts, we'll have to leave that in the nigga you know what I heard section. Holy shit, Harrison Ford crashed the Millennium Falcon right into a golf course. Okay, it wasn't the Millennium Falcon, but Harrison Ford did crash a plane into a golf course, and I heard that he did it expertly, and then he hopped out the plane all superhero-like with a minor cut on his brow, but still coherent, still standing after landing the plane and not hurting nobody. Amazing. Harrison Ford is an action star in real life. But didn't I warn you? If you're rich and famous, you don't fly in them little-ass biplanes. Stay the fuck out of them little planes. What are the chances of Harrison Ford being able to safely navigate a plane that completely goes dead in midair safely into a golf course and not injure anyone beyond himself with a minor cut on the brow? I don't know. But you know what they say, never tell them the odds. Moving on. Sunday was International Women's Day. Companies still ignore the Lilly Ledbetter Fair Pay Act of 2009. Shout out to all the wonderfully strong women in my life who helped me become the man that I am today. Nothing but love, ladies. I got your back. And finally, there will never be a nigga in SEA. There will never be a nigga in SEA. You can hang him from a tree, but he'll never sign with me. There will never be a nigga in SEA. Fucking niggers. God, I love that song. It's my new favorite ditty. It's just so goddamn catchy. Yet alas, while this story is especially revealing and so worth the time, we will address the controversy of the University of Oklahoma's local chapter of Sigma Alpha Epsilon in next week's show because by then it will be last week's Neasy News. But trust me, racism isn't going anywhere in a week. Which brings us into In the Week Ahead. Keep a lookout for more on these asshat racist fraternal orders all attempting to distance themselves from these flagrant racists coming out of Sigma Alpha Epsilon while continuing to perpetuate this most sneaky and shameful form of not racism behind closed doors. The story is still unfolding, it's not isolated, and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. The highest brotherly institutions training tomorrow's white boys how to hate today. Thank you, Sigma Alpha Epsilon. And that's the Neasy Please show for now. I'd like to thank you, our listeners, for being with us. And you can catch this show again next week, y'all. It's about that time I wrap up this latest release and announce the this or that's these with an official release date of as soon as motherfucking possible. Holla when I got my boy Amadot on the show. You'll know. You can always learn more by visiting www.pleasey.com. That's www.pleazie.com. Keep an eye out for what we post in the future. More on that in future shows. Please feel free to leave comments on the Neasy Please show iTunes podcast page or any one of the social media pages and be sure to join us every week to see what's really good with new Northwest music via www.pleasy.com. We hope you enjoy it. We'll see you next week with more music politics and some bullshit ahead. As always, I'm Neasy Please and I'm wishing you love, peace, and the pursuit of happiness. Fucking fleas, parasites don't invite these. Two with no seat for a bite to eat. Unless you like teeth and a windpipe G. What's up, high my team from the ghetto? Tragedy like Othello. When a nigga's a nigga, the bitch is a hoe. P.O.'s ain't woe, but dough was dope. Your screen keep it real, but you keep it broke. Never yes, been by like hundreds, folks. Let me hip your folks to how I raise. Blaze on a rubber haze about the skyway. You know what the fuck you can smoke every day? And I five getting head down the freeway. Sipping tanker away with your fees, eh? Yo, fees, they say use her easy. Friends ain't up in the SEA. Like a road juggling down on my six with rage. When trying to get paid, get out of my way. I'll hold it down for the side of the cascade. Oh, say please, you so that stay when I mean my thing. I'm just a spleen. Bump from up to they dispense the cream. I leave them all dressed up in a wet dream.